everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. And today we're excited to welcome back world traveler and travel writer, Debbie Stone. We call her the fire monkey uh, because that's what happens when you travel around the globe. People give you nicknames, and that's what happened with her. Uh, but she just recently went back to Pike Place Market in Seattle. And she is, you know, she lived in the Pacific Northwest. She lived up in the Seattle area but and has been there you know, quite a few times, but this time she went on a tour with the company called Show Me Seattle, and oh my gosh, you've got to check out her article. It's on blendradioandtv.com. It'll also be in our upcoming issue of Eat, Drink, and Be Merry magazine, but um, it's very interesting because this history of Pike Place Market, I had no idea. I've always heard about the market. Nancy and I have never been there, right, Nancy? We need to go now. Um, But it is, the history of this is fascinating. The connection between uh, just, you know, us as the consumer or the, you know, the people want to cook and do things and the farmer and the sea monger, um, the artisans as well. It's just phenomenal. And so the website, I want everyone to know this, is showmeseattle.com. I think if you're going to go to a place like this, you may want to start there first. And uh, welcome back, Fire Monkey. But isn't that true? Go start with a tour, maybe. Welcome back. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. So good to be here with you ladies again. Uh And yes, I suggest, I think if you're going to be up in the Seattle area, this really is, I think, one of the top things to do because not only does it, you know, get you to the market, which you would normally probably go to because it is such a a beloved uh, place, but it also just gives you this great, I don't know, well-rounded approach to the market. And afterwards, you can kind of uh, go explore on your own, but this really gives you a great, great overview. I think, especially from the food standpoint, uh, but also, you know, from every other standpoint that, that that's there, whether it's from the artisan standpoint or, or anything else that they, that, you know, any any of the shops there. But it's, I think it's a, it's a great tour. You know, what's interesting, we talk about farmers markets all the time and going and connecting with the farmer as best you can. Like farmers markets are one of those ways. And um, also going to places that uh, it's springing up across the country, these food halls. I know Albuquerque down the road from you or up, was it up or down or sideways? I don't know. (laughs) From you in, in Santa Fe. There's the sawmill food, food that food market in Albuquerque, which we recently went to. And oh, I I think that's like one of the gems of Albuquerque. I love I love Albuquerque, really do. And but going there, it you get this taste of the region. You get the taste of the land. Um, Not not only. You know, there's some that are farmers market, but you're getting food, you're getting the local brews, your local wines. But this this Pike um, place, what I was thinking about when I was reading an article was the importance of going on a tour. Like when you go to these places, you get excited, you want to talk to someone, but sometimes there's lines and you don't always get to have that conversation mm-hmm. you want to have. And maybe going on these kind of tours, you get that backstory that you want it, because you don't want to, especially nowadays, you know, with whole, the whole COVID thing and it's going up and down and turn around, who knows what's going on the next day. You know, you want the fishmonger to sell his fish and, and be able to 
make that money, basically. With a tour company going around and giving you that backstory, you don't kind of have to bug them, but you still want to have that connection, but you don't have to sit there and take their time while they need to get to the next person to sell their fish. So I was thinking this is yeah, a really I, good I, thing. I think it is, and it's a way, you know, it's a great way. I mean, these markets, any farmer market, but farmer's market, but it's, I think it's a way to really shop local, shop seasonal, shop sustainable, and get a chance to really meet with those people, with the purveyors, with the vendors, with the growers, whoever, and have that face-to-face connection or contact, um, you know, if you want to ask them questions about what they are selling. Uh, but the tour gives you the actual taste and flavor of the market. Uh, and like you said, uh, it, the work is done for you, so to speak. And so you're seeing, uh, you know, some of the, some of the, 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 the well-known products and then also some lesser known products and then giving you kind of a map, so to speak, of the place so that you can go back. And if you want to have more of a connection, you can. But for me, once again, it's, it's, and also, you know, go hungry because it's a great way to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, but there is a history to farmers markets and how they came to be. And the primary purpose of the farmers market was to get rid of the middleman. Right. So the produce would be fresh for the consumer, timely, and the price wouldn't be as high because you didn't have to pay the middleman. And and this particular market is one of those on the list of the top ten. You made this happen. Correct. In the 1900s. And I think that's amazing. Hard to believe. (laughs) But but it's amazing. They just went, the people went, no. And it started with onions. Um, We met, uh, remember in Human Lisa, the guy who grew onions talked about this. Um, That onions were, onions were the thing that got so priced out just like the prices were so bad right but right yeah it i find that you know over an onion a whole movement started over i don't want to pay that much for an onion <laughs> absolutely without without a doubt and and um it just to me it just makes makes sense i really like I just like that whole local angle wherever I am in the country. It's I love it if there's if there's a farmers market, I'll be there just to see what's local, you know. And it's just a great way to engage with with the mm, people yeah. that are right there in that area. This market, as you mentioned, with the history, is really it has that distinction of being the longest continuously operating yeah. market farmers market in the country. Awesome, and wow. you know, it's just to to me that's that's just a great a great distinction that it's continued to operate for, for like what a century, I think it's been. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, this, and it's not, it's more than just a market. I mean, people um, think, and I did too, for years, I thought that, Oh, this is just the market. And I didn't realize that it's nine acres. It's a historic site and it's nine acres and includes, you know, this, it it is its own community of its own kind. Mm -hmm. It's a neighborhood. It's got, not only the farmers and the craftspeople, uh, but the small businesses, but it has residents and people who live there. And uh, it does a cool. lot of good for the people uh, that, that live there, the affordable housing, low-income housing, services for seniors, disabled, homeless populations. Um, you know, there's a, a senior center itself. I, just, I saw the little preschool that's there, child care center. 
They have a actual medical clinic and a a food bank. I mean, there is so much going on there that people, people don't realize that when they, they come, they just think, oh, it's just all about, you know, the little market area. And they don't think, no, it's, it's a whole community of its own. It's amazing. And then it's also taking care of the arts too, because you were talking about that there's a crafts market and it being one of the largest of its kind in the country. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and it's, and, and it's amazing. You know, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And there's a lot of talented artisans out there. And so if you want something locally made, something unique, not something you're going to find in a department store, you know, that's, that's, that's the place to go to. So for everyone thinking about holiday shopping, I'm just saying we're getting towards yeah. that time. <laughs> this would be a cool place to go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can find everything, you know, woodworking, jewelry, metal work, you know, uh, ceramics, uh, uh, fabrics, wearables, everything, art, anything in that respect. I found chocolate. when I, I lived in the Seattle area. Oh, yes. I, I just found that there was I mean, that was a great place. That was my to go place when I would want to shop for holidays or shop for, you know, special gifts for people you know, who are out of town or coming to town. But it always it, you know, it was always fun to go there. And of course, I had to pick up something for my myself as well well yeah when when you go there i wanted to touch on this oh first thing is this year round because it's indoors right because something you know we see as we travel the country farmers markets we love to go to them as well um and if i can just like eat some produce Mm -hmm. because you know we're on the road all the time and you really your body wants that produce um it's like you need to eat that but when you're traveling um you is this open like year round because a lot of the farmers markets are seasonal so is it open year round because it's got cheese and fish and chocolate i would say it's open year round and it's not only you know people think also that it's only the indoor covered structure that is like multi-floored kind of thing but no it's all these business small little businesses that are outside and around in this nine acre area basically across the street around the block all over the place so it's it's not only the actual historic buildings that that everyone thinks the market is but it's all all in that whole area and yes it's year-round and you will get what is seasonal year-round you know that's awesome so when you go there you're talking about all the different layers is this something where for the first timer I'm thinking you're going to Seattle. It's a city, right? You're like, how do you park? How do you get through this whole thing? You want to go to this, you know, iconic destination. Overwhelm, like getting there. So that's another thing about no, you know, going with Show Me Seattle. Right. There's plenty of... And there's plenty of parking all within the whole area and you just park and you walk over to the market and, uh, you know, with the tour tour, you just meet the guide at a a designated place. And, um, you know, it's just a couple hours and it's just great. You're walking and you're sampling what I also like too. And I think I mentioned in the article in the beginning is that I love grazing. And so, uh, you know, it's nice to take little samples of things instead of like maybe sitting down for a full meal and only get to eat what you've ordered. But, you know, you see a menu, of things and you're like I'd like all of this or I'd like to just try little bites of it and that's what you get the opportunity to do and in this case it's like I think it's like 10 samples or 10 vendors and uh, businesses that you get to sample and it's a great you know variety um, from you know sweet to savory kind of thing and it's to me it's it's a wonderful way to just get a sampling of Pacific Northwest uh, Mm. you know iconic iconic food. 
Mm. Well, I like your, your, your use of the word grazing. Yeah, because listen, <laughs> listen, you're a fire monkey and monkeys don't graze, but they do want the little sampling. I'm going to have a berry over here, a piece of fish over there. So I'm just saying. I got of, visuals. I'm like, oh, there's those Debbie. Boom, she's boom, a fire boom. monkey and she, grazes, she wants to nibble on things throughout the day. Which she's grazing too, through the whole market. But you Look don't out. graze. I, I don't see you grazing with your head down. I do see yeah. you nah. grabbing something and going into a corner going, I got the berries. That's I so got funny. the cherries. Oh, speaking of which, cherries, <laughs> apparently you enjoyed some cherry wonder, you know, over there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. The, the chucker, chucker, chucker cherries, I think it's chucker, chucker. cherries. Chucker, they are pretty well known in Washington state. And um, so, yeah, you got these like little samples. They, they you know, the cherries, they, you know, the, the fruit is grown on a farm. They dry it. They, you know, coat it in this wonderful things, you know, chocolate and all different kinds of essences. And so you get like a, a, a like a couple of samples and it's, you know, once again, I just love that fact. I'm not just buying one thing and having to eat one thing. I'm, I'm getting to sample all of them. And then I can go back later and say, you know, I loved those cherry blossom uh, uh, ones. Can I, you know, I want to, I want a bag of them or whatever. And the same thing with any of this stuff is like, you can mm -hmm. go back and they often give you, um, you can get these, they give you on the tour, they give you like little, di like a discount card that you can go back to these vendors Ooh. and get, get, you know, buy stuff at, at a discount, which I think is, you know, wonderful. It's a great idea for the merchants, you know. And how many people go on the tour, like typically? Oh, it's, it's, I think they, they limited, I believe on our tour, there was 10 people. So, nice, nice. And, wow. um, you know, we were told we, we needed um, to wear masks unless we were yeah, eating, you know, so, yeah. and we were spaced out and, um so, yeah, and, you know, like, we didn't have to, like, stand in lines, um, like you mentioned before, you don't, you know, need to stand in lines and deal with, uh, you know, a lot of people waiting. You uh, are off a little bit off to the side, and the guide gets um, the tray of samples and comes over and gives them out to you, and then at the same time is explaining about the business and any other mm -hmm. facts, you know, in regards to the market. That um, so it's you know it's a nice narration along the way, and you know it's it's nicely spaced too, which I really really liked and I like to I like to the idea of walking as well I you know if I'm eating I enjoy walking yeah I think so well you're <laughs> a monkey you might swing from stall to stall <laughs> but, <laughs> listen I know that you love fish and Nancy and I <sighs> So I'm reading this going, I know she's yeah. digging this. And all I can think of, she's eating all these Can't things that it. may taste like chicken, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so you got chowders, you got all kinds of things going on. So I mean, because it's, you, you, it, you've got like what fried fish, like you could get fish and chips there, I bet, yes. right? <laughs> oh my god yeah oh yeah it's the home of that it's just i mean if you are a quote-unquote pescatarian or love seafood this is really the place for you i mean that's hmm. you know that smoked salmon and there's just you know halibut and shrimp and crab and scallops and on and on and on you know you can go nuts with the 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 fish so i was i was i was in fish heaven seafood heaven <laughs> but then do you but think then, you might have been a mermaid in another life <laughs> yeah well she's yeah because she's your you're pescatarian, right? But you do oh, absolutely. You know, once absolutely. in a while, and have beef or you know a steak or yeah, you know you yep. you have yep. to stretch yep. beyond when you're a travel writer. But you yep. you 
you were you met the truffle queen basically, and this is yes. interesting because mm. this so this is what's interesting. So you could have a global like taste adventure, right? But yes. it's done on a local level with them doing what they want to do with like truffles from Italy and right, you know, right. Right. And, and, and it's a pork it's town, couple, too. So, yeah, it makes sense. It's, yeah. You, you know, there was there was so much variety. But I do want to mention that if you um, didn't eat meat like red meat or whatever and you wanted mm. just fish, you let them know ahead of time and they prepare, um, you know, the place the vendor will have something special for you. So if you have allergies mm. or, you know, gluten sensitivity or, oh, uh, you know, dietary preferences, you indicate them ahead of time and then they uh, will let those merchants and vendors know and they will uh, do it accordingly unless it's something, you know, unless you're totally going to a place that only is, you know, beef oriented or something like that but uh, you know every place you could always get an an option if in fact you did not you know want to eat meat or whatever it is oh great to know. situation so yeah. if i say yeah. to them i'm a chocoholic <laughs> 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 but no but nancy like nancy and i are allergic to fish and so we stay away from anything yeah. to do with the water you know period just just right in- and well, so to it, me, it, that it, is great when you can go on a food tour and you can say, okay, I know we're I going can't to do this, but yeah, I can but I could do yeah. that. Or, and I don't mind sitting yep. out too, just knowing and hearing what everybody else has to say, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And there's always, you know, always, I mean, there's probably always an option or most always that you could get vegetables. You know what I mean? So, or they'll give us a margarita, Nancy. Well, 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 here's the thing, you know. To be honest, you know, sometimes because I have had fish and never had a problem, and then suddenly I did have a problem, but then over then again I didn't have a problem. Right. And one, right. And, and a doctor just said, "Stop it," because it, it is like a, a a disaster waiting to happen. So it's like just don't go there, and it's true. Right. Right. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I mean, so I don't know what it is. And he was talking about amino acids and blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know when you go to a restaurant and you're going to have fish. It, well, what's what's the amino acid makeup? Oh, don't fish? mess with the restaurant. I, exactly. <laughs> so we just like, OK, we're just not going to do it. It's safer sure. not to. Yeah. But right. it doesn't right. mean we dislike fish at all. No. It's just. Right, right. Well, you know, I think um, you also have to understand, and too, you know, it's like many people, they're like, well, you know, when in Rome, we'll do as the Romans do. So it's like, right. well, yes. in mm-hmm. Maine, I'm going to have a lobster roll, you know what I mean? Or, you know, it's yeah, like, wherever exactly. it is, you know, it, it, so, so that's, that's kind of what the way does it, it is, taste but... like. That's what I want to know what the big deal is. <laughs> like, okay, so let's, let's go, let's go. You went and you went to the pure food fish market and had smoked salmon. So, like, describe to me what smoked salmon tastes like, because oh, I can't, because uh, well, to me, you, all you I hear, what? fish all sounds to me like it's going to be like chicken. So No, no. I mean, fan, no, I mean fish, not at all. if you understand not fish, fish, every fish has a different type of flavor, and some mm. are, you know, stronger than others, some are flakier than others, some are mild, yeah. some are, you know, and so 
the fish itself is 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 one thing, and there is a flavor that's associated and a texture that's associated with a particular fish. Yeah. But then when it's smoked, you know what a smoker is, mm. you know. So yeah. it goes in alderwood, you know, like an alderwood smoked, you know, mm. like we do alderwood chips on a on a barbecue or something, you know, that that it in, infuse it with that type of uh, you know, or whether it's mesquite, you know, uh, flavor or whatever. Good so already. You, yeah, so you can do you can do that. With, I want bacon with now. Fish. <laughs> You can do that with meat. You can do that with fish. You do it with chicken. You know, you yeah, do it exactly. with anything. And so, um, you know, this was just a, a, a this this was this market is is one of the best I think in the area. And it's it's uh, mm. you know it's a wonderful uh, way to try it if you've never had it. In our group, there was a, a couple that had never ever you know had uh, salmon before and really like, smoked salmon and yeah they wow. just didn't have it i believe they came from the south and they didn't they just never had had salmon and never were like, wow. well, maybe interested in it and here they are they tried it and they were like oh my gosh this is like amazing you know and wow. you know they were planning that's to go back and buy some you know for the road so to speak you know so, that's awesome oh, wow. that's but that talks about regional cuisine because the south you're getting catfish right. you know you're yes. getting all these other you know lobster yeah. you know all of that mm. like crawfish absolutely you know absolutely. So there's a whole other thing you know i can talk about it can't taste it but i can talk about it but but that's what's interesting and the other thing to me what's cool is like you you got you chowders and so that's not something you're going to get in the south right now when we're talking with right. you we're in you know johnson city tennessee are we going to get a chowder right. maybe i don't know um but it seems to me more of like new england or like up in the pacific northwest that you get a chowder yes and you know it specializes and there's you know different styles and you can get oyster mm-hmm. chowder, crab chowder, ch- smoked salmon chowder in and, and there's even for the the vegans I mentioned there there's a lime and coconut chowder, you know? And oh, so I it's you like put the lime yeah. and the coconut. Uh, cool. Exactly. And you know, the the place we went to which was Pike Place chowder is is like award winning and it's um really well known and there's always a line out the door and that was another thing. It was nice to be able not have to stand in line and wait because our, our guy just went and got the little samples and brought them over and we're like, Oh yum and we're watching people in line waiting, you know. So Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's cool. a Sea Town Market and Fish Fry. So that was that's a big deal because it's owned by what Tom Douglas. Yes. Yeah. And anybody anybody who's been to Seattle or lives in Seattle knows Tom Douglas because he's he has so many restaurants in town and is very noted. He's a James Beard Award winner and um, you know, he, awesome. he has a couple of restaurants in the market area and this one is I believe his newest, but uh we had the the um you know, the fish fry which was so 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 good you know it was hot off hot off that uh whatever grill mm. oven whatever it was just really really good and then the other one that is well known there is probably one of the the best known places is the, is the Poroshki Poroshki place which cool. is this wonderful uh slice of Russia in the Pacific Northwest and you know there's so many different kinds of Poroshkis and there's always and I'm saying always a line out that door and the the aroma is so amazing and people come from mm. all over and they're like like what's that what 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 where is that smell coming from <laughs> i i want to go there because that's my kind of food i think that's our hungarian Ugh. background in a weird way like it just <laughs> there's or just from your i yeah i want to go there and i want curry and rice in it i i do i want yeah, yeah. Curry and rice. i yes. want that and because the last time i had a Poroshki was in uh 
San Francisco. We were like yeah. in some neighborhood, oh. and it was, mm-hmm. and we kept going back where our hotel. This was oh, years, years ago, <laughs> and our hotel was closed. And I remember we we bought a little thing of vodka there too. They had. Yeah, and, and we kept going back. And and there was someone that went in there, and they had a fight with the guy who ran the Poroshki place over twenty dollars. Yeah. And we stood oh back gosh. and went, "Well, this is fun. Let's watch." It was great. <laughs> See, you got Russian there, but you also had Mexican street food at Los Algarves. So, but yes, this is like Mexican. Old, yay! Yeah, Mexican. I always get worried about food. getting out of the Southwest and not having Mexican food. I get panicky. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, people are all over the United States that, you know, have roots and heritage in Mexico mm-hmm. and, you know, they bring their wonderful Absolutely. heritage to wherever yeah. they live, which is wonderful for the people who live there. You know, the fact that, uh, you know, you can have that uh, flavor, you know, somewhere where it's where it's not indicative of it, yet you have somebody mm-hmm. that's carrying on that tradition, you know, so that's great. And then the one that you would probably love since you love chocolate is the indie mm-hmm. indie chocolates mm-hmm. which yeah. are, oh my gosh mm-hmm. talk about an aroma there you know it's like mm-hmm. oh whoa and they do not only just chocolate things but you know chocolate or cacao based products you know so you can get the, cool. the teas you can get soaps lotions mm-hmm. things made with cacao so yeah that was that was heavenly especially those 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 cookies <laughs> i want chocolate Oh. I want chocolate soap. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's good for you. It's good. To, you know, chocolate's good for you. You also, Three Girls Bakery, I'd actually heard about them before. I've heard oh, about okay. them. Oh, okay. This is, yeah. uh, they've made a mark somewhere, but you wrote about them. You wouldn't have apple strudel. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm already, I'm jealous. God. Like, you start oh. this off, you know, your article off with them. I'm like, yes. How, way, way, to, way to start a tour. You know, you've got, yeah. you know, like, I remember that movie, what was it, with Tom Cruise? It was like, she, you know, you had me at hello or something. And it's like, yeah. no, you had me at the apple strudel from, from uh, mm. the Three Girls Bakery, you know. So. Wow. So there this, this was the first business license to women in the city of Seattle. In your article, you were talking right. about that. We got to get right. girl power out there. Yes, yeah. 1912. Wow. 1912. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love yeah. it. But, I mean, this is a big deal in getting, yeah, bakery and it's interesting how the culinary arts went for women in the kitchen to men being like, you know, on iron. Don't shelf go there. And making the yep. big deal to now we're fighting for women back on the, you know, women in wine, yep. women in, you know, it's like this really interesting, weird thing. But let's just all get along. And I think in the industry, they do, you know, from what I know, oh, they it's do. Like, Everybody has a beer and a wine at the end of the shift, and it all moves on, yep. you know. But, um, oh, speaking speaking of beer wine, but you had pineapple juice that was cold-pressed. Now, that's yes. different. Yeah, really, really, really There's nice. no wine or beer in it, but, you know. Great. No, 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 no. It was it was called, Ro- the place was Rojo, and they just specialize in these, you know, fresh juices that are cold-pressed. And, you know, it's nice to get a, a little beverage along the way and, you know, try, uh, you know, something uh, a little bit refreshing there. We were there definitely in the, the, the summertime. And so it was, um, you know, warm outside. And so that, that was really refreshing and a nice, uh, and it's, it's a woman that began that, that business as well. And uh, yeah. So another line that was out the door as well. <laughs> so I love this. Be tempted to put a little rum. Oh, Nancy would yes. be doing that. That would be Nancy. <laughs> that would be Nancy. No, but this, so it, that, at the Pike's Place Market, Pike Place Market, I want to call it Pike's, but Pike Place Market, 
so it's like an indoor flea market, right? With or like flea market slash farmers market with restaurants and everything. So there's is the restaurant like a sit down thing or are you at a stand? Oh, it's, like, it's yeah. It's actually okay. So it's just basically, you know it's it's a food art uh, stores that sell everything from as I said you know clothes to comic books to magic to everything and then there are restaurants all over. So it's not only mm-hmm. restaurants that are in the covered area of the market, but restaurants in the surrounding blocks that form the district or the market area. And so, um, you know, so you can sit down at these restaurants, you can grab food to go, you know, there's restaurants that have great views. I mean, you're right there, you know, on the sound. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, oh. uh, you know, very, it's a very colorful, vibrant place uh, where really so much, so many wonderful activities happen, um, not only for tourists or visitors that come, but locals that love to go there. You know, the flowers there are amazing. I used to go down Ooh. and get flowers and bring them oh, back cool. for special occasions, you mm. know. And so it's it's really one of those places and people stroll and they sit and they people watch and they eat and they, you know, it's and they shop. And it's to me, it's it's really the hub or the center or the life blood uh, you know of of seattle it sounds uh, european yeah and in a way it probably you know there i mean i know being in europe that the markets are such an integral part of a, a society mm-hmm. and and this you know i i think we we got that you know from, yeah. from the european markets of you course. know i just remember yeah. the holiday markets are so the christmas markets over in you know germany and austria are just huge and there's such a tradition mm-hmm. over there you know Mm. they're losing him not not necessarily in germany but in, in as we change over into digital life mm. these things are going away but i think they're also going to make a resurgence in that um this is going to be where our commerce happens you know where i think, I think so too it's, it's 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 a connectivity uh thing i think it's you know it's where where people come together and yeah you could you can do so much on digital but i think people crave to there's interaction and there's touchy feely you can look at the product you can pick it up and you can smell it can't smell over the internet yet right you know what i mean especially when you're talking about food there's there's a limit to what you can do over the internet at this point in time you know maybe down the road they'll start like you're looking at the fish market and your computer will smell, you know, waft you with <laughs> smell of vision. But you know what it is? It. It, to me, it's, it's, it's when you go to, when you go to a market, a farmer's market, it's, it's really a, a yeah. feast for the feast for the senses, you know, it's, yeah, it's a sensory, it sensory ex- experience. And we are all craving sensory experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got the color, you got the, the vibe, yeah. You don't get the vibe on the internet no. because you're not in it. You're watching it from afar. Do, right. Does know? the market have live music ever? Like entertainment? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. You know, there's awesome. people, there's, there's the, you know, the bus, the, you know, the, the, the people that sit out and, and do, you know, whatever busking. their guitar or whatever. Yeah. They're busking and they're, they're, they're throughout the, the whole Pike Place area oh. so uh yeah it, it's true and cool. the pike place one of the most iconic symbols is um the pink 
pig. Yeah, and, what's with the pig? Uh, we were going to ask that because pig? of your photos. Nancy and I were going through got, them today going, yes. what's with the pig? What's going on? I love yes. the pig. I the, love the, the pink, pig. The pink pig is where you can make uh, contributions to the whole, what the market does, their, their, their services, and you can help uh, the market in terms of helping the people that live there. You can help the preservation. And so the market, cool. the pig, the pig is a large piggy bank, you know, <laughs> but it also goes back to oh, some, cool. also Washington state history up in the San Juan islands. Oh. It, it does with the pig. Yep. Um, and it's the set. I'm going to get in trouble for saying, but it's the one Island and the pig. And there was the English had the pig. Yeah, and, and that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. San Juan Island. Yep, yes, yep, yep. San Juan yep. Islands, and the pig got out, yep. and then someone killed the pig, and you weren't right. supposed to. Right, that was right. a symbol of peace, and then you know, so there's yep. history over that. So the pig, you know, but the pig is like a it's like a giant piggy bank. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, and it's really iconic, and people go and they want their picture. They you know they have their picture next to the the uh the pink pig you know and it's it's just one of those things that's been there for years and years and years but it is a place where people if they want to can make a, a you know a charitable donation we like that we like that thank you so much fire monkey everybody debbie stone is her name really not just fire monkey <laughs> though she likes to graze as a monkey while she swings from stall to stall in restaurant to restaurant in pike place market <laughs> uh, her article is up on blendradioandtv.com and will be featured in the upcoming issue of Eat, Drink, and Be Merry magazine. And, of course, keep up with – oh, listen, go showmeseattle.com. That's the website to go to uh, to go and take this tour. I mean, you she went to 10 different places on a tour and then had time to go and explore later and buy stuff, which is important. Uh, so that's of good. Showmeseattle.com. And I love that you enjoyed it as I love a it. once local of the area that had, you know, frequented the market so much and to go back and then go on a tour and learn more. I think that's amazing. That's kudos to the tour company because, you know, if yeah. you're a local awesome. and absolutely learn something new that's that's a good sign so everyone uh, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com uh we air monday through friday at 4 p.m pacific time 7 p.m eastern time and if you sign up for our newsletter you'll get our magazines in your email box so thank you so much fire monkey we can't wait for your next destination which i believe is going to be the chicago garden wonderful nice talking with you ladies take care take care